One, two, three. Hi, this is the Amorettes, and you're listening to the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast. Classic Rock and Metal. The next generation. New bands that sound a bit like older bands. What the hell is this? New bands that just love some of the older bands. And stuff. Oh, hell. It's just bands we think you'll dig. Okay? Hello, hello, my lovelies, and welcome along to another classic rock and metal podcast, Next Generation Show. I'm Ollie Barnes, and this week our featured band is a superb three-piece from Scotland, the Amorettes. To date, they've released a couple of EPs and a full-length album, and are picking up quite a reputation on the live circuit with their old-school attitude to rock and roll. As an all-girl band clad in denim and leather at an average age that just creeps into the 20s, it's not surprising that a good deal of their audience is, well, you know. Usually it seems to be majority is older guys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Males of about 35 to onwards. Yeah. But the good news is that 30 seconds in, everyone who sees the band live is fully aware that it's what's coming out of the amps that counts every bit as much as who's standing in front of them. As always with this show, uh, it's an introduction to them, so we'll have a brief chat with them, plus a couple of tracks to get you properly introduced to what they're all about. Let's start with this one then. It was the title track of their second EP and re-recorded for the album Head On, a staple of the live set. This is Fire At Will.
Great stuff. Before we get into the chat, just a reminder that these Next Generation shows are now weekly, so do subscribe on iTunes, Spreaker, Podomatic or Mixcloud uh, to make sure you don't miss any. Of course, the main Classic Rock and Metal podcast show is still monthly and includes all new exclusive interviews with bands who started out in the 70s and 80s and are still doing their thing now. All of the above can, of course, always be found at our main website, which is at classicrockpodcast.com. I must also mention that we are finalists for the Best Music Podcast in the UK Podcasting Awards, which is in September in Manchester. You can vote for us by going to our Facebook page, which is the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast page, and following the post there showing you how to do it. If you can't manage that, if you go to classicrockpodcast.com, there's also a link to the Facebook page there. So if you want to see me make a speech and thank people like Blackie Lawless and Kronos from Venom, get voting now, because you've only got until August the 31st to do it. So, on to the Amorettes, who are Jill Montgomery and sisters Hannah and Heather Mackay. I caught up with a couple of them, Hannah was too quick for me, at a recent show in London, but before interrogating them thoroughly in the dressing room, introductions were in order. Uh, my name's Jill and I'm lead guitar and vocals. I'm Heather, I play bass and backing vocals. So how long have you been, um, how long have you been together? Um, it's probably about five years now um, that we've been a full band. Um, me and the drummer Hannah, we'd, we'd known each other for, for a few years and decided to sort of get together and we wanted to start a band and um, with like-minded girls that, that could, could rock. Um, so we had a bit of a, a few line-up changes, but nothing really worked out. We never really got it off the ground, but um, Heather's Hannah's sister, so they, you know, she was there the whole time, you know, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of just clicked um, one day. Um, we actually, um, one of our, our previous bass players sort of uh, quit. Um, and Heather sort of brought it in the last minute. Yeah, I um, had, we had a, a gig in the next weekend, and you yeah, had to learn it. You were like, literally, like, we need an emergency basis. You've got a bass, you'll do. <laughs> You're a girl. <laughs> learn these songs, meet a gig next weekend, yeah. and that was it. I've been here ever since. <laughs> That's kind of weird because you get all those stories from the bands back in the 80s when they're just kind of like they were due to go out on a support tour and somebody just drops it at the last minute and they go, right, you've got eight hours to learn that lot, so get on with it type of thing. So, yeah. And was that first show up in Scotland? Yep, yeah, that was in our hometown Bathgate, place called Harley's. Tiny little bar called Harley's that we used to... And uh, it's not there anymore. It's now an Italian restaurant. <laughs> so I, I only came across you guys really quite recently which is slightly embarrassing for me because i'm supposed to know what i'm talking about but it was it was facebook actually somebody posted a clip from a tv show i think you'd done oh, yeah. um and i had you looking a bit embarrassed <laughs> was that, no, that was the i think that was the stv Foundbridge show um it was just such a weird setup i think they were they're quite used to acoustic acts and we were sort of the first kind of rock, rock um, band <laughs> and it was just um yeah, it was one of those odd afternoons that you're sort of trying to rock yeah. out to a, a group of cameramen. It was quite. We had such a good response off of that. Yeah. I thought it got a lot of views and a lot of shares, and yeah, I think a lot of folk found out who we were through that in Scotland. I mean, you know, so yeah, and it's even been got a, a mention of Justin Curry from uh, from Delamitri. Delamitri. Yeah, <laughs> he liked it. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, the, the reason somebody posted that is because. Rock Goddess had just announced they were going to do uh, the show here, I think, actually, at the O2, mm-hmm. Islington, and, and somebody had mentioned, commented that. So that's how that came about. So that's, uh, and it leads me on to the question, at what point did you decide you wanted to do this, and what influences were there, apart from maybe some obvious ones, but but how did it all, when did you suddenly go, that's what I want to do? 
Um, I think for me it was in school. I think there was not really a lot of girls to look up to, as in sort of musicians-wise. I mean, I'd, I'd sort of briefly heard of girls' school and rock goddess, but that came sort of later. You know, there was no kind of kind of you know contemporary girl bands or musicians or kind of around and about that you know you could feel quite inspired by. So I think I was sort of just rolling with the boys and just kind of who were you know not very complimentary at the time. They were a bit like yeah. <laughs> So you just thought, well, you know what, fuck are you, I'm going to do this, you know. Yeah. So I think it was just a bit of determination there, yeah. actually finding out that you quite enjoy it. Um, it wasn't actually until I heard a CD that I got off a classic rock magazine um, and it had the Donnas on it. I just thought, you know, that's, I want to do that. What they're doing, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was, the, uh, that kind of clicked, you know, like, I want to get a, a band together, females, no one's doing it, you know, let's, let's try and make this work. It's funny because I think the reaction from everybody I've seen, and I, I guess you're going to get, they're unfair and you get, you get tired of them, but people, I think it's an attitude thing when people look at what girls' school did and it wasn't, it didn't seem that they stood out because they were, because they were girls. They were just another band and that's how people seem to be looking at you guys. Not that it's a girl band, they're just another band that sounds great. Yeah, no, we, we, we like that. I mean, that's always sort of the last thing that we sort of mentioned to people is that, yeah. you know, by the way, yeah, we're girls, but not, not everybody realises that. Maybe, realizes it, that maybe it started like that, you know, you were kind of like, you wanted to prove a point to guys that they obviously start a girl band, but it's kind of progressed since then, it's kind of just become a band and it's been just about us three as just, human beings, just, you know, trying to, try, yeah, just trying to do something cool and trying to entertain people and, you know do something that other people aren't doing maybe <laughs> I think it's nice as well when you get compared to, to guy bands because everybody thinks oh, oh yeah. you're making a girl yeah they instantly will they instantly those, just yeah. compare you to another girl band but um, it has been nice to have sort of male comparisons yeah and just bands in general <laughs> there does seem to be that and the reaction is from the live shows where a lot of support bands You've got a lot to do, especially when you're first on a bill with with other bands like this. But that doesn't seem to have been a problem, um, and the audiences do seem to be reacting really well because of the energy that's coming out. But who is the audience? Because you're touring with, I guess, what people would call classic rock bands, but you're of an age of, of, of a lot where a lot of fans are getting into new, the new style and old style of music. So who's 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 who is an Amorettes fan? Is there a, is there a, a typical one, or is it not? We're not there yet. Usually it tends to be majority is older guys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of males of about thirty-five to onwards. Yeah. yeah, I think it's folk that had been really into that back in the day, and then we've kind of reminded them of that. So you know, they've been really into it and stuff. But it takes all types, I guess. You know, that's what I've noticed about a lot. A lot of these gigs we've been doing is that it's quite. It's like family based almost. There's a lot of kids and there's a lot of, you know, wives and you know, girlfriends and younger folk as well. So it's you know, it's, it's pretty. I think good music is just good music. You know, no matter what decade you're from. <laughs> so yeah. So it's. I mean, it is a very much like a classic rock star. But you did you at any point think, well, this is what we're gonna, we're this is what we're gonna try and do, is what we're gonna go for, or did you just start playing and that's what came out? I think that's what we sort of started writing. Um, just we wanted to just be fast, you know, just kind of a bit of attitude. Um, I think that was the kind of vibe that we wanted to go for. And when we just we just started writing. That's kind of just how it evolved, kind of really. Um, yeah, 
yeah. it's kind of what you would want to listen to. Yeah, know, something that really gets you going. Like it's fun to play and fun to listen to. Yeah. yeah. And you're writing all the songs, Jill. I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, which has gone so far so good. I think yeah. you know, like doing part of the guys, like they help out with like. Um, Vibes and basslines and you know we all do our own parts, I guess. But yeah. you do the sort of the riffs and the lyrics and the yeah. general yeah. feel of it. I guess it's good. It's good fun. I usually start with a sort of a, a lyric or a, a a title and try and sort of build a storyboard around it or something. You know, um, but yeah, it's quite a weird way of doing it. <laughs> so have you got? Are you writing the songs as you go along, or did you have a bunch of stuff already done? Because the new album is just about to come out, and when did those songs get written? Uh, recently, or have they been there a while? Um, new album's out on Monday, um, but those songs, um, we've sort of been writing them over the course of the year. Um, so they've, they've kind of, from maybe about last, maybe last March to, to November, you know, we've, we've sort of... Um, it was quite a quick turnaround towards the end of last it year. It was. I think we're like, we're, right, we're in the studio. We still need this amount of songs, yeah, so let's just so bar it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of but I think we're starting now to now, write songs for the next, the next album. Next one. <laughs> we don't much rushed in. Well, and you'll have some stories to tell as well when you're on the next bunch of songs from the from the the live shows, I guess. Oh yeah, we've had some experiences on this tour. <laughs> I can certainly write about them. Oh. <laughs> Um, and you were in the studio with the Dark Lord himself, CT, uh, down at the Ecology Rooms. That's uh, yes, he's, yeah. and of course, has, has produced some of the best. Um, obviously, the Lizzie Boys or Scott, who's who's, who's on the same bill tonight, and, and Girl School. Uh, very recently, actually, on, on their new record. Yeah. How was that working with somebody who's who's done it such a long time before? He was amazing. He was he was magic. I mean, we only had four days to do the whole album, so it was pretty. Bang bang bang! We we did it all live, um, so it was just playing in a room together and then sort of you know overdubbed some vocals and things on top. But it was just such a good experience. He's, yeah. he's such a funny guy, and he just he so, puts you at ease. Yeah, so chill, so calm, so relaxed. It was just really just such a good laugh. He's yeah. hilarious as well. Has he still got that big American car as well? He he had a couple of really big weird <laughs> yeah big weird kind of nineties sort of. <laughs> Lowriders, I don't know what that was. Uh, get, get on the speed bumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> carefully yeah. around the country roads. <laughs> so, this is the last date of this tour. And then, so what's the album's going to come out then? What's the rest of 2015 then? What's happening? Hey, we've, got, we've got a few festivals coming up. Um, we've got British Steel Festival, uh, Camden Rocks, mm-hmm. that's in France, uh, that one. We've got a few shows around it in sort of Paris. We're doing some. Blues Festival in Holland, yeah. shows around that, Belgium, we're going out to, to Belgium. Um, I think, and just trying to get the album out there as much as we can, just gig, mm-hmm. gig as much as we can, get get the word out. That's the plan, yeah. Um, <laughs> hoping, you know, to keep our eyes peeled for another, another tour, tour like this, because this has been a blast. Yeah. Um, Spread so. the word. <laughs> yeah, hopefully get something else. Yeah. It's been so much fun. We're just a bit gutted that it's... It's last night. It's been really quick. And thankfully, get more shows they did. That tour was with the Black Star Riders in Europe, and I understand the Black Star boys specifically requested they be part of the bill. Next up is a September UK tour supporting Danko Jones, which promises to be a mouth-watering bill. There you have it, the mighty Amorettes. We expect great things. 
I'll leave you with another from the girls. This was recorded live at the Barflight in Camden at the end of 2014 and encapsulates what great fun this band is to watch. Here is Hot and Heavy.